Elon Dwellers, welcome to Dwellin' on Elon, episode 11. Um, my math has been very wrong this entire time we've been doing this show. We're on episode 11, which means that we are one week from my birthday, and that also means that we only have one more episode left. And this whole time, I think I've been one episode behind with my math. So, sorry about that. Um, this is our second to the penultimate episode of Dwellin' on Ellen. Uh, and today we're talking about Ellen's honors, and I will tell you guys, she has won more People's Choice Awards than anybody else. She has won a bunch of Emmys, nighttime and daytime. She has a slew of Teen Choice Awards, but today we're actually going to focus on none of those and only on these real special ones. Um, last week I talked about Ellen coming out, and today is the official 20th anniversary of The Puppy episode, which is the episode of her sitcom where her character, Ellen Morgan, came out on TV. If you want to listen to that episode of the podcast where we talked about it, that's last week's episode, and it's on iTunes, and it's on SoundCloud, and Stitcher, all of it, so go back and, and live that and celebrate it today, because it's a special day. We got a little bit of Ellen news, too, and it's related to that. Her talk show today, if you got a chance to watch it, was dedicated to the episode, and as soon as they put up links, I will share them with you guys on Twitter. Um, it's a big day, you know? Big Ellen day. And where better to celebrate it than here? Uh, we have so much to talk about today, so let's get started. <coughs> So the first award I want to talk about today is uh, when President Obama awarded Ellen the Medal of Freedom Award in November 22nd of 2016, this past November. Uh, there were 21 recipients that day, and they are all wonderful people who all deserve their own dedicated tribute podcast. So if anybody wants to get on a podcast about any of these people, uh, and this is just a, a small a small handful of them, uh, then please jump in, make your own make your own podcast about these people. So one of them was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Robert De Niro, Bill and Melinda Gates, Tom Hanks, Michael Jordan, Lauren Michaels, Eduardo Padron, Robert Redford, Diana Ross, Bruce Springsteen, and then a bunch of other ones too. But any of those people, let's do podcasts about them too. Everybody's, I mean, President Obama doesn't have to be the only one who gives people an award, you know what I mean? Uh, and also, when he does give this award to Ellen, oh my gosh, he says such nice things about her. And in the video, you can see her tearing up through the whole ceremony. It's very emotional. And in fact, because he says such nice things, I want I want you guys to hear the whole thing, both his speech and also the written bio that they have for her as she's getting awarded. So enjoy. Ellen DeGeneres has a way of making you laugh about something rather than at someone. Except when I danced on her show, she laughed at me. <laughs> But that's okay. Uh, it's easy to forget now. When we've come so far, we're now marriage is equal under the law. Just how much courage was required for Ellen to come out on the most public of stages almost 20 years ago. Just how important it was, not just to the LGBT community, but for all of us, to see somebody so full of kindness and light somebody we liked so much, somebody who could be our neighbor or our colleague or our sister, challenge our own assumptions. Remind us that we have more in common than we realize. Push our country in the direction of justice. What an incredible burden that was to bear, to risk your career like that. People don't do that very often. And then to have the hopes of millions on your shoulders. But it's like Ellen says, uh, we all want a tortilla chip that can support the weight of guacamole. <laughs> Which really makes no sense to me. But I thought it would break the mood, because I was getting 
I was getting kind of choked up. <laughs> and she did pay a price. We don't remember this. I hadn't remembered it. She did for a pretty long stretch of time, uh, even in Hollywood. And yet, today, every day, in every way, uh, Ellen counters what too often divides us with the countless things that bind us together, inspires us to be better, one joke, one dance at a time. Ellen DeGeneres. In a career spanning three decades, Ellen DeGeneres has lifted our spirits and brought joy to our lives as a stand-up comic, actor, and television star. In every role, she reminds us to be kind to one another and to treat people as each of us wants to be treated. At a pivotal moment, her courage and candor helped change the hearts and minds of millions of Americans, accelerating our nation's constant drive toward equality and acceptance for all. Again and again, Ellen DeGeneres has shown us that a single individual can make the world a more fun, more open, more loving place, so long as we just keep swimming. See, wasn't that nice? All right, let's move on. So today's second segment is all about the Kennedy Honors Mark Twain Prize. Uh, the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor is an American award for humor... <laughs> interesting about that uh, award I took this from Wikipedia obviously awarded by the John F Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts and it's been happening annually since 1998 uh, my name is Sarah Kennedy I am in no way related to John F Kennedy although I do like to pretend that he's my grandpa sometimes I if he was really my grandpa but I get to see this every single year uh, Ellen actually won her Mark Twain prize uh, in 2012 and that she is among just an incredible list of past winners. So I'm going to read these starting from 1998 all the way up until present, and you guys can just see, like, who it is that are getting these awards. So in 1998, it was Richard Pryor, obviously. Then in 1999, it was Jonathan Winters. 2000 was Carl Reiner. 2001 was Whoopi Goldberg. 2002 was Bob Newhart. In 2003, Lily Tomlin won it. 2004 went to Lauren Michaels. Uh, 2005 was Steve Martin, 2006 was Neil Simon, 2007 was Billy Crystal, then in 2008 it went to George Carlin and they gave it to him uh, shortly after he had died. Uh, in 2009 it went to Bill Cosby, womp womp. In 2010 it was Tina Fey, 2011 was Will Ferrell, and then the next year is when Ellen won it. And then following her, 2013 was Carol Burnett, 2014 was Jay Leno, 2005, that was not an impression of Jay Leno by the way, I can't um, actually do a very good impression of Jay Leno. Um, unless you go like, um, nope, nope, can't do it. Sorry, I can't do it. I would love to do another terrible impression. And in fact, I think that that attempt at an impression is a terrible impression. So that's my Jay Leno. Uh, 2015 was Eddie Murphy. And then 2016 was Bill Murray. So you guys can see like, this is the best of the best in comedy. Um, and, and 
Bill Cosby. And it's a wonderful honor to receive this award. It's not an award, it's a prize. They make a big deal of it in the actual ceremony. And if you ever, if you have an hour and a half to spare, you can watch the whole ceremony on the PBS website. And it's awesome. You guys should take a, take a chance to look at it. Um, Ellen gets to close it out with a big thank you speech. But before that, she has a whole bunch of presenters. And in fact, the whole thing is hosted by Jimmy Kimmel and he comes out and does a few bits. And then the other presenters were people like Sean Hayes from Will and Grace. Uh, he does a nice thing. He sings a song, you know, because he's a big Broadway guy. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth uh, also sings a song because she's Kristen Chenoweth and that's uh, she's just like a little bird that has to chirp and sing. Uh, then John Krasinski from The Office. Uh, Jason Mraz performed. It, I, didn't, I didn't know that Ellen was a big Jason Mraz fan or that he had an in with the, you know... The Kennedys, or I don't know, I don't entirely know why he was there, but it was fine, it was good. It was him and a girl, and the girl had one of those drums that's a box, and you just slam the bottom of the box and make a bunch of rhythm with it. Very Jason Mraz. Uh, and then also, Lily Tomlin gave this incredibly heartfelt speech to Ellen, uh, like directly to her, because Ellen sits in the balcony the whole time, and she was right next to Portia, they were both watching it. And everybody kind of addresses the crowd, and then they look up to the balcony and they address Ellen uh, personally. And so Lily Tomlin her speech was so incredible and she talked directly to Ellen about what her coming out meant for our culture overall and also what it meant to her and her partner personally and I don't know if you guys know this but Lily Tomlin has been in a long-term relationship with her partner uh Jane I can't remember her last name uh but they have been I mean they've been together for decades and originally they would all I mean they never really hid it from people but they would say partner and they were also writing partners so people never really thought about it, and they never really had to address it. It's actually pretty, pretty clever about it. But because um, Ellen came out, Lily Tomlin felt that she had the courage to actually come out, come out too, and um, it was neat to have them have that connection, especially considering, I mean, Lily Tomlin is such a legend, so can you even imagine being up on that balcony and having Lily Tomlin, a legend, talk to you about how much your career meant to her? That would be, that's mind-blowing. And I'll be honest, I cried a little bit. I cried, I thought it was real sweet. So this has been a this has been a, a big episode for lists so far. Uh, I mentioned all a, a, a bunch of people who got the presidential award, and then also the people who've won this Mark Twain Prize. And I noticed that um, Lauren Michaels is on both of these. Lauren Michaels and Ellen are kind of neck and neck right now for um, big prizes, which is so weird because uh, Ellen's only hosted SNL that one time, and we talked about it a couple episodes ago, and it was also kind of a rough episode for her. And then you know they've never really cross paths. I, I, although I feel like if Lauren Michaels had produced uh, Mr. Wrong, it probably would have been a better movie. Don't you think? Um, but, you know, that's fine. I think, you know, if they're running around in these circles together and they both have these high you know, uh, accolades, then maybe maybe something cool can come out of it. Maybe, you know, we talked about oh no, never mind. I was going to say, remember we talked about um, when Ellen was dancing about how badly she wanted to be in the sequel to Bridesmaids? And then I realized that Lauren Michaels did not produce Bridesmaids, uh, and that was not done by his production company, even though it had SNL people in it, like uh, Kate McKinnon. Oh, no, Kate McKinnon. Gosh, I'm messing it all up. Uh, Kristen Wiig is in Bridesmaids, and Kate McKinnon is later on in Ghostbusters with Kristen Wiig. Now we're doing Five Degrees of Kevin Bacon again, and we haven't done that in a little while. Um, let's figure out the connection from... from yeah, let's go Lily Tomlin to Ellen to Kristen Wiig, and um, then you guys can just amaze people at parties. Here's how we do this.
according to the Oracle of Bacon, which if you guys ever have any questions about, like, how do these two connect to each other, you can always go to the Oracle of Bacon, which is oracleofbacon.org, and they will always have, um, they'll, they'll do the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game with any actresses or actors that you want to put into it. So, here we go. Uh, according to Oracle of Bacon, you can get from Lily Tomlin to Ellen DeGeneres in two steps. Uh, Lily Tomlin was in Flirting with Disaster in, with Ben Stiller, and then he, the, the, he was in Unite for Japan with Ellen DeGeneres. So then Ellen was in Coneheads in 1993, which we did not talk about in the first episode about all the movies she's been in, but she was in Coneheads in 1993 uh, with Lorraine Newman, and Lorraine Newman was in Despicable Me 2 with Kristen Wiig. So that's how you get from Millie Tomlin to Ellen to Kristen Wiig in just a, a few steps. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next section. <laughs> So this is not an official award per se, but the third thing we're going to talk about today is the honor that it is to have Kate McKinnon do an incredible impression of you. So Kate McKinnon's Ellen impression is remarkable. It's so good. And, the, and I want to talk a little bit about where it came from and kind of the effect of it. So the first time she ever did the impression was on October 6th, 2012, which if you're wondering is a Saturday because it's Saturday Night Live. Uh, it was an episode that was hosted by Daniel Craig and the musical guest that week was Muse. And she played Ellen for just a short, I mean, it was just like, I think she had like one or two little lines. Uh, and it was a commercial sketch that celebrated the 50th anniversary of James Bond, which makes sense if you're going to have Daniel Craig on your episode, you've got to do something about James Bond. She did it again on November 10th, 2012, and then a third time on February 9th, 2013. And then people started being like, Ellen, have you seen this? Have you seen this girl who's doing you? And uh, Ellen, like, widely has been like, I don't think it sounds anything like me. I don't think it's really, it don't, I don't, I don't get what people think is so funny about it. But uh, she did have Ellen on her show in April 2013, and not only did she have her do the impression, she got her, like, an identical outfit to Ellen, and she had Kate dress up as her and come back out and do a whole dancing segment and a thing where she kind of did a pseudo in uh, uh, interview. Uh, and actually, I'm gonna, she closed out the show, too, as Ellen. So here's the clip of Kate McKinnon's impression of Ellen on The Ellen Show in April 2013. All right, it's time to say goodbye now. Be kind to one another, please. Adios. Arrivederci. Avocados. I'm vegan. I'm just kidding. I'm Ellen. I mentioned on Twitter that it's incredibly flattering for anyone to do an impression of you. But man, this is this one is so good. And it's full of so much reverence for Ellen, which you can tell that Kate just is such a fan of her. And she's even been quoted as saying, like, I can't do an impression of someone I don't like. So you know that she must like Ellen in order for her to be able to do an impression of her. Which is interesting because, you know, the other people she does impressions of, she does um, Hillary Clinton and she does um, Kellyanne Conway. And if she can't do an impression of somebody she doesn't like, that means she's got to like Kellyanne Conway. And to be fair, that Kellyanne Conway impression is really, really good. And the first time she did that impression was um, for a digital short called A Day Off with Kellyanne Conway, and that, that did kind of put her into like a, like a sympathetic light. So it's interesting. I think uh, Kate McKinnon kind of gets to the heart of who these people are before she makes fun of them on, on, on television. So it's great, though. I love it. Okay, let's go ahead and move it to the closing. So you guys, 
next week is our last episode together, and we're going to be discussing Ellen's legacy. And the most important part of next week's episode is that I want to include you. So please, if you haven't yet, uh, please take your stories or a memory or just some kind words that you have about Ellen and leave a voicemail on our line, which is 505-652-4565. And uh, we'll put it all together in a montage of everybody's messages. And then that way we kind of have this like beautiful thing to go out on. Plus it's my birthday. So please, you guys, that phone number again is 505-652-4565. Call, leave a nice voicemail for Ellen, and I'll edit it all together for next week. Also, you guys, please follow the show on Twitter at Dwelling on Ellen, and let's talk about Ellen there. Also, I post things that I talk about in the episode to the um, the Twitter. So, like things like I'm going to put the link to um, Ellen's Kennedy or her Mark Twain prize, and a couple other things that we've talked about in this episode. So, go there, interact with us, and anything that happens over there that's interesting, I always make sure to share it on the show. So. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll have the montage. We'll have all y'all being cool on Twitter next week. Also, any iTunes reviews that come in, I make sure to share those on the show too. So let's get those in if you're feeling reviewy. Um, but until then, you guys, thank you so much for being so cool and for listening to this. Uh, we're 11 weeks out of 12 weeks in. So you guys are the best. And I will see you all next week. Bye.